0: Good afternoon everyone. Welcome to the Mental Health Awareness Initiative. Today we have a passionate psychologist from Pune, Maharashtra, Ms. Sukanya Biswas. She's an author also. Welcome to the show ma'am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon ma'am. Good afternoon everybody. And uh, if you could just uh, tell our listeners more about yourself. Yeah, so I'm, so Biswas, I'm
1: currently pursuing my PhD. I have been in the field from like almost now 10 years and um, I'm working as a school psychologist. I'm also as a, uh, taking a lot of sessions online. I had my clinic, which of course, uh, during this COVID time, I mean, uh, it's kind of not working in face-to-face. Apart from it, I'm also working as a visiting faculty in Amity University. Um other than that, uh, there are a lot of research papers that I have been doing, a lot of uh, journal work that I've been doing. So these are like my
0: few passionate areas that I've been working for in our field. So yeah. Wonderful to have you, ma'am, on the show. And if you could uh, also share as to what is your perception about mental health, looking at the uh, pandemic right now. So basically,
1: when we talk about mental health, like, uh, you know, the WHO defines saying that uh, it refers to uh, the cognitive, behavioral or emotional well-being. And it is something how we think, how we feel and we behave. And uh, to connect it with uh, the present scenario, I think uh, that's exactly where the mental well-being is supposed to be our foremost priority at this present time, because uh, this is exactly where we see that how we are thinking Uh, is getting more about the anxious how we feel is more about the emotional part of it that uh, whether we've been feeling negative emotions more and the way we are behaving so the pattern and the activity that we are doing in order to avoid so I think uh, that's where we have to be more focused and being mental uh, mentally be more um, uh, you know having the well-being like doing it properly yeah a lot of what I've noticed is that uh, you know when I talk about the behavior is when we have been given the uh, protocol, the COVID protocol of maintaining social distancing, or rather, I would say the precautionary measures, what I've noticed is that we are getting into a pattern where probably it's it's gonna uh, be more impactful, in the sense, um, a lot of OCD patients is what we have noticed that has increased because the normal protocol which has been talking about that you have to have your hand washing or um, um, uh, kind of wearing the mask constantly. Now, the behavior when we are not being able to think properly or when we are being into the anxious state, what we are trying to do right now is um, just because of the fear that is creeping in, we are overdoing with the sanitizer uh, I've noticed people sitting at home and constantly going and uh, washing their hands or uh, sanitizing, even when you're sitting at home. You know, it's not even required. So, thus, uh, a lot of factors that plays into how we think and how we behave is also, like I mentioned, that uh, is a part of the mental well-being. So, this is something where we have to probably restrict or understand that where is it needed or what is it, and when is it that we are supposed to be doing those things, like even wearing masks. Um, I've seen people wearing masks even when it's not required like when you're exercising you're wearing the mask I hope uh, you know we need to understand that uh, when you're walking and you're wearing the mask you're actually inhaling the carbon dioxide back so uh, these few things uh, you know where we have to be a little more aware of or a little more um, uh, you know understanding that why what is being told and not overdoing uh, which can lead to another distressing situation. So, yeah, th- that's what I would uh, conclude saying that uh, we need to be more careful about the situation and the protocols which has been laid down by the government.
0: Okay. if we, Even if we keep the or follow the protocol, people are falling sick and they are, you know, after testing, they are COVID positive. So what do you think uh, should one do if they are COVID positive?
1: Right. Uh, you know, uh, like uh, right now, the world has definitely gone through an unprecedented uh, crisis for this over a period of this year. And just when we were all thinking that it's all over the second wave has um, hit us, uh, you know, quite quite in a different way. And uh, even when this outlook is like quite a gloom and doom, um, even the most optimistic among us would also have this uh, difficult uh, difficulty to remain cheerful. And thus. Uh, even when we were maintaining the COVID protocol, I think there was the time where we all thought that it's all gone, it's all nowhere. And uh, it's very unfortunate for us that uh, it has increased at a level that we've been hearing about all the news everywhere. Now, the first thing that I would suggest is that when um, somebody who has been detected positive by the uh, RT-PCR or uh, the rapid antigen test, um, the first thing would be advised is the home quarantine you know, isolating completely. Um, We have noticed that a lot of people in order, like the moment they hear that it's COVID positive, they want to run to the hospital. And thus, um, it's also creating havoc. I mean, I'm sure that we all are aware of uh, the beds not being given to the patients or it's not being provided. It's it's mainly we need to hear somewhere, understand that whether uh, just the thought of itself that we have been uh, COVID and thus running to the hospital, I mean, we are cutting down on people who really needed the emergency help. So um, when I have been interacting with a lot of doctors, I mean, we've been hearing it. A lot of people have been doing this where, um, uh, suppose, um, you know, there's a patient like they have just uh, realized that somebody at home is COVID po- positive, quarantine them at home. They don't want to risk the other family members and thus you know, putting them in the hospital thinking, okay, you know, like the other family members are safe, which it definitely is creating a lot of issues. I mean, we all have been hearing it all all over the news and everything. So the first thing is, I mean, do not panic when you get to hear or you uh, the news is broken to you that uh, you know it's probably a positive thing for you. Um, what would be advisable is just noting down the symptoms like fever, breathing problem, um, cough, sore sore throat. Um, keep your thermometer for noting the temperature if at all if you're feeling uh, the temperature rise. You can have the pulse oximeter for noting the oxygen uh, dip uh, if there's any kind of a saturation with your oxygen level and it's also recommended that you wear the mask whenever um, you know in encountering people even even at home you know if somebody uh, or uh, you know other than you others are safe then uh, probably that can be something that can be taken care of Um, it's also advice that you have your maintain the daily uh, healthy routine Uh, eat fruits and healthy food items which is rich in proteins I mean that is what is suggested by the WHO as well Um, See, we understand that during home isolation, even if you feel weak, I mean, um, I would suggest like try to keep your room neat and clean because that's again a place where you would be isolating yourself for 15 days. So uh, definitely keeping that in mind. Also realizing that being in uh, home isolation for such a long period without stepping out of the house or meeting people for 15 days can be stressful itself. So, therefore, it's, it's, I think, recommended that you speak or chat with your family members, close friends, colleagues. Um, it will definitely help relaxing your mind or divert attention from the illness that we are going through. Um, we also, I think, we have to ensure that you get enough sleep because a lot of time I've been hearing this from a lot of clients of mine that sleep has been a complete eradicate situation for them. So, Often it may be difficult to fall asleep, but proper sleep is most important during this recovery phase. Um, few suggestions like uh, you know maybe the homemade kara is uh, definitely a soothing and uh, good for the cough relief. Keep drinking a lot of hot water throughout the day, uh, which has been suggested by um, even the doctors. They are also suggesting to take paracetamol or multivitamin uh, tablets.
0: Um, um, I would like to intervene as to, as a psychologist, mm-hmm. what Three things would you tell a patient who is quarantined and is COVID positive? Right. So, one thing would be that distract
1: yourself from the negative emotions, which definitely, I mean, it's bound to that we we might get into that sphere or those uh, uh, emotions overwhelming uh, emotions. Uh, better if you can listen to music, read some books, have some, I mean, watch some entertaining program. Again, trying to avoid watching. Uh, Uh, you know, kind of news channel and, uh, you know, continuously getting into track of like how many numbers are increasing or somewhere where it can be distressing. I mean, try avoiding things which can be distressing for us. Also, uh, the second would be, uh, you know, like do not keep discussing all the time about who got sick. Instead, keep... uh, You know, like uh, learn about who got well and recovered. So, we had a case, I think uh, it was beautifully mentioned 105 years old patient who was recovered. And I think it was quite motivating to see that, okay, people are still recovering from it. And, um, you know, it's always been positive about it. Apart from it, um, I think, um, like I mentioned, like having your healthy food, having, you know, taking care of your sleep. Um, uh, talking to people we we are talking about uh, social distancing but uh, keeping in mind that it's about physical distancing and not emotional distancing so you know this is a time where you connect with people you could you could uh, connect to people whom you have never been in touch with I think this is a great time for you to do that get express your emotions to people whatever you're feeling write it down so these are the few things that you can do emotionally or uh, in a mental Uh, for the mental well-being, I mean, these would be few of the strategies that I would feel that they can definitely apply.
0: Okay. And uh, how about uh, people at home, like for anyone who is there along with the COVID patient who is quarantined? So how should other members deal with it? Right. I I think... uh, Simple tips?
1: Yeah. So maybe they need to stop discussing about the negative news, watching movies together. They can play uh, indoor games. I mean, um, uh, during this time, I mean, I have noticed I've been playing a lot of this Ludo game, which is online. And uh, you can connect with uh, people outside also, like, you know, even if you're at home, you can do that with uh, people outside. So some kind of games which definitely would help. Apart from it, uh, maybe the memory games, because um, uh, this definitely would help them like uh, crossword puzzles, zigzag puzzles or Sudoku. I mean, any kind of a thing which keeps them busy. Um, uh, Like I said, that avoiding any kind of a sensational news or social media post, which may impact their mental uh, health. uh, Trying to socialize more, share feelings with others, avoid any kind of anxiety or tension, which might, uh, you know, become a problem for them. Uh, This also would be a time if they can, um, uh, you know, get into the old hobbies like painting, gardening or stitching, uh, go back to them or rediscover their hobbies cultivate a hidden talent which can be um, you know which they may not have uh, thought of that they might be having uh, enroll into some kind of course that will improve their skills and this is the best time which they can use for the learning mode so these are few things of course they can be doing it
0: okay that sounds interesting and uh, so they can also play ludo game for with the person who is quarantined right right Right,
1: right. Also, uh, you know, it's like since it's online, uh, like what I've noticed is like you can connect to people even outside. So uh, there's like this uh, rooms and everything. So A lot of games are there, like a lot of Suroko games also. I mean, you can connect to people online, um, your friends and families also. So you don't really have to physically come out to play those games, even if you're indoor. You can still
0: do it online. So uh, that's, a, that's a really interesting tip because all those like in the family members also who those people who are quarantined, they mm-hmm. themselves can play together. Like right, it's a right. form of connection also. And I right. out since they all are going through the same emotional upheaval. So mm-hmm. they can relate to each other's like uh, emotion path, how they are mm-hmm. feeling. Right, so, right. That is really wonderful. And how about like, for example, now the person has recovered. So uh, what suggestion would you give or you have experienced in your own circle that uh, how important is mental health for them?
1: Right, Uh, right now, definitely. I mean, um, I've noticed people who have recovered. I mean, uh, the post-COVID effect has been also quite uh, distressing for a lot of people. And, uh, uh, you know, that's where they need to stay extreme positive. They need to, uh, like follow all the protocols again like uh, continuously uh, they need to realize that extreme weakness following recovery will be temporary so they have to have their proper food exercise um, breathing exercise and meditation uh, you know something which they need to introduce in their day-to-day activities Uh, sleep and rest will bring quick recovery which uh, you know like for surely that uh, that will help them Apart from it, I think, uh, you know, taking a daily inventory of all that have been uh, with them. Like, for example, uh, at the end of the day, they can recognize the five, uh, you know, the best things or the things that they are supposed to be grateful for. So even if it will help them to dilute some of the negativity that they might have encountered throughout the day. So keeping a gratitude journal with them where they can keep thinking about uh, the five best things or thanking Um, you know, being grateful about that, how they have survived it, or what are the things that uh, has helped them. I think uh, that would definitely work well for them. And also to remember that, uh, you know, things could have been much, much worse for them. But uh, probably they have come out of it, they've been way too strong. Um, They have dealt with it so wonderfully. And thus, um, even if the impact is there for the time that they had gone through, I think just need to be positive minded throughout the process. So yeah.
0: That is like uh, the positivity part. Then they can also share with, um, you know, those uh, who well, are recovering yeah. in the process of recovery. Exactly. Wonderful,
1: wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, that's a challenging thing, which they can they can always uh, lead us by example. You know, they set an example that how, how did they do it? And then it's a lot of learning lessons from them as well. So they need to look into the positives and bring into the positives in others' lives as well. So that is something you, know, you rightly mentioned.
0: So they're like like uh, living examples. Right, right, right. That is great, like the way you have uh, synchronized the fact that thinking, feeling, and behaving should all be fluctuated and modulated towards positivity. And social distancing does not mean that uh, you need to be emotionally distancing yourself. Mm-hmm. It's more like a connection. And right. then we should not let our guards down even if we have recovered, or we have not even, you know, got the COVID-positive test, like we're not identified as one of the patients in that category. So we should be alert, we should be vigilant, and uh, take each day as it is. And very beautifully uh, mentioned how to rediscover our hobbies and play an online game with each other. That's really very interesting. And uh, very rejuvenating also when we keep on hearing all the, like, let's say, dark news <laughs> and all the social media platforms. Tell me one thing, has the, how has the neighborhood taken to this? Um, uh, especially I would love the, to
1: share the personal experience in this, you know. I mean, I would uh, love to do that because... <laughs> um, uh, this was something which I have gone through myself, okay, so I would really like to uh, kind of uh, stress on this. So one of the times, um, it's quite recent, thus I'm sharing it, um, our neighborhood, uh, uh, there was uh, this uncle who had unfortunately fallen ill, and he was already bedridden. He was paralyzed. And uh, the lady came home, and she kind of requested, like, you know, if we could go and help him lift and... Uh, um, uh, you know, because she had called for the ambulance and we had to just lift him and take him to the uh, till the ambulance. So uh, there my brother, he immediately got up and he went and he kind of lifted him and he kind of like helped the lady. But uh, unfortunately the next day itself, we got to hear that he was COVID, uh, COVID positive and uh, thus uh, like uh, uh, my brother has to also undergo the test. So we could see a little panicky situation at home, like as usual, like where uh, things are like, you know, said and done. So uh, uh, my dad being a doctor, of course, he was very, very particular about all of it. So he really wanted to quarantine him, saying that because he has encountered him, he needs to be quarantined. And uh, I was not quite happy with that thought, like, you know what, he was just trying to help. And, you know, why are you people like trying to behave in that particular manner? Now, this is where we have to be a little more realistic, um, which I wasn't at that point. But yes, I mean, now I understand that what's the importance and why we should but uh, I would like to still share this. Um, so I chose to be with him. And I said, uh, if you're quarantining him, I would uh, be along with him. And uh, immediately, um, you know, because uh, mom being diabetic, and uh, of course, they didn't want to take a chance being at home. And uh, uh, they immediately kind of booked us into another flat. And, uh, you know, the rent was paid and we both shifted there. Now, the joke was that um, I kept asking him, like, you know, when, when are we going to be tested? And he said, uh, see, the test report too soon, it will be like negative. So we have to wait for seven days. Eventually, after seven days, he said, uh, you know, it's better to wait for 10 days. Now, practically, we were quarantined without even knowing that whether we had the, uh, you know, like we, uh, we have the symptoms or we are positive or not. But the point here, what I wanted to stress was, what I noticed in that 10 days of quarantine was um, people around the society were behaving very absurdly not, you know, like, it was kind of disturbing. Like, if you are trying to walk up, like, you know, you're getting yourself, uh, they would, um, uh, if I'm I'm like going down for something, it gets a food or something, uh, society, I mean, we, we were ordering or people are coming and dropping it near the doorstep. Um, they would uh, like completely uh, like stigmatize, you know, like, like, uh, like if I'm going down the lift, they would not want to get onto the lift. If I'm trying to cross or get something, like even get water, uh, like because uh, water wasn't there. So I had to go all the way home to bring the water because sh- like my brother was quarantined and I was in the other room. But even at that process also, I could see that people were like keeping the distance. They were, uh, you know, like acting way too weird, uh, which was uh, definitely kind of bothering. So I-, I still remember when I came back home, I mean, we got the test done and we were negative, of course, thankfully. But uh, when I got back home, that was my thought process. I mean, that's something which I definitely told. I said, I am not worried about getting COVID. I'm I'm not fearful about the symptoms, but what I'm worried about the feeling where people were behaving that particular way. So this is where I think I would want to give that message. I still remember that I was trying to call up people and the moment they would hear the news, you know, like I, I kind of like wanted to say, you know, what really happened in the process, they would hang on the phone. And I, I, I just wanted to mock at them saying, you know what, it's not going to spread through the phone. So, you know, this is a message that I would definitely want to give in that, um, Uh, instead of stigmatizing it, if we can be more helpful towards each other. So yes, we have to maintain the precautionary measures. We understand that we have to take uh, care of all the things, but don't, um, you know, like stigmatize the person saying there's something problem because even after 10 days, even when it was negative, I could see the fear in people's uh, eyes, you know. So that was something which uh, definitely I would want to really take, bring up in this platform that uh, we really have to go hand in hand together and uh, this can be something which really needs to be stopped. I mean, be there for each other because it's today, we, tomorrow, you know, so we all have to be there together. So this is, this is a need for an hour right now, would I feel.
0: Absolutely. And thanks for sharing your experience because it is important when we see the cases rising up uh, mm-hmm. from all over the place, we keep on hearing and one should not look at each other as if they are like culprit or uh, Mm -hmm. they they are at fault they are the reason or maybe alienate that person to such an extent like absolutely like even thinking the word like untouchable
1: exactly exactly i mean it was very upsetting so i i still remember that um, uh, my brother went through the phase when he said you know i went to help somebody and if helping somebody means this as a cost, I would prefer not. So it was a quite a long time that I had to sit with him explaining that, you know what, you have done your best and remaining God is going to take care. So, uh, you know, again, something which is there in our hand, we have to do. What is not there, there's no point worrying about. So, uh, yeah, we should not be letting the goodness go away is what uh, the, the main thing would be.
0: True, very true. And uh, I'm happy that you all... Uh held to that goodness part and hope <laughs> others also learn through your experience that we should come forward be there for right. each other and be <laughs> empathetic also this let be, be empathetic wonderful yes yes yeah, this is not something that uh one can categorize as the other person being a form of a culprit it's right. okay yes. and accept each one of course uh the norms have to be maintained, like social mm-hmm. distancing have to be there. Wearing mm-hmm. the mask in public needs to be there. So all those things are essential, but uh, we should not stigmatize this. Right. That is not right. healthy. Right. Even, even
1: I think you rightly mentioned about this part, you know, like holding the person responsible or making that person feel like being a culprit. So, uh, you know, I've, I've heard this from a lot of people um, you know, where did I get it from? I didn't even go out. Why did I get it? You know, or I might have met this person or this person. might. So I think that also, I think it's going to create a lot of stress. I mean, just accept it. How how difficult it is to just accept saying, okay, I mean, we got it and we are going to come out of it. It's just like another flu. I mean, uh, just, just kind of like, uh, you know, like when you're making it sound big, it's going to get more bigger. So let's just keeping it, keeping it as normal as possible and being very positive what is the need for an hour. Like all of us need to just think that, okay, we are going to fight it. And what we already have done it so
0: wonderfully all this time. So I think that's something which needs to go on. Very true. And it's so enriching to listen to you because uh, the more voices come out that this is okay. And as you said, this is another flu. We need hmm. to be alert and take all the necessary precautions and be at home as much as possible right now when we are listening that another, the peak is going to come around. So, why right. to take that those risks? It's not needed. Hmm. Hmm. So, we need to be educated in that way. Right, right. With the proper thing, I mean, uh, the proper information
1: is, again, what we all uh, probably uh, need and require because... Uh, that would lessen our anxiety comparatively. Like, you know, when we get to know that, okay, fine, what are the precautionary measures? Or uh, in the technical terms, like a um, uh, few things, like, uh, you know, if you feel that your oxygen level is dropping, going on your stomach uh, with a pillow, like, um, you know, on your chest, it does increase. So, you know, few things where we practically understand that, okay, if a situation like this comes in, what are the necessary things that we have to look for? So keeping that with us, At the same time, leaving it, saying that what is in our control, we will do it. If things are not, I mean, there's no point thinking and uh, overdoing with it. Of course, I mean, not taking it lightly, like you rightly said, it's not something that we can take uh, very lightly. Yes, uh, we've been hearing a lot of cases and we have to be very cautious about it. And um, yeah, like you rightly mentioned, I mean, I think we have to do all of that.
0: Together we will do it. Yeah, (laughs) together we will do it. Yes, wonderful. Absolutely. Because as we have already community. said, we are there for each other. That is right. what humanity is all about. Exactly, exactly. I think that's
1: something which is the need for now. You know, we all need to stand together for each other and fight it. You know, instead of discriminating or isolating. I mean, uh, kind of uh, um, uh, in the sense like uh, uh, making the person completely uh, feeling um, at the uh, like leaving them at their own uh, ways. So I, I think uh, this is something which definitely needs to be done.
0: Hopefully, after listening to you, they will realize that this is the need of the hour and they (laughs) will surely connect with each other, even with those that they have not connected for a long time. Right, right. This will be the great opportunity for them to do that. (laughs) Yeah, Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Ms. Suganya Biswat. It was wonderful listening to you and the enthusiasm and positivity that you have brought up in the episode. It's really wonderful. Thank you a lot for your time. Thank you so much, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. With that positive note and the encouragement that we need to be in the moment, not worry about something which we cannot do and follow the rules, follow all the precautionary methods that are being told and move ahead in life. With that note, I end the episode. Thanks a lot for listening. Hope to see you again. Till then, be safe. Bye.